0: Folks, if your financial professional tends to speak in terms of their industry jargon... Can be confusing, but it's important to have clarity, which is why I so recommend Arif Halaby of Total Financial Solutions. My wife Sue and I are Arif's clients because he provided us with such clarity. He is very knowledgeable and capable when it comes to reliable retirement income. Tune into Arif Halaby's show, The Total Financial Hour Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM 870. The
1: Answer The Total Financial Hour is sponsored by TFS Financial Insurance Services and Total Financial Solutions, Inc.
0: using insurance and annuity products, which are guaranteed by the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategies. Learn from Arab Halabi. Learn about financial power. Total financial
1: hour. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Eric Halby, The Total Financial Hour. Happy New Year! Strategy. For some of you that are listening in Europe, it's coming up a lot closer than than we are. I know that uh, we have listeners in Norway and Finland, and let's see, England, and Belgium. I might be missing one. I think there was one other. I think Spain. Uh, oh, I know Portugal. That's right. Well, thank you for being a part of the show. For a lot of you, this is a big deal because your Family's financial life has been dropped into your hands, right? We're not expecting the government or you shouldn't be expecting the government. So many of you expect expected your company to actually provide benefits, right? I mean, let's think about this for a second. I want you to strip away some of your in-bed, even though you th- call yourself a conservative, your in-bed, in bread ideas that the government is supposed to take care of you or even your company is supposed to take care of you. It was always fascinating to me. I never understood, okay, so if if a company's job is to build cars, I mean, you want them to be the best car maker. I want you to have a division that handles tires. How do you make those tires amazing, right? When you put them on the car, how do they work? Oh my gosh, brakes. Give me some, I want the best company that does brakes and engines and and air conditioning. Oh, and by the way, you have to be good at health insurance. Oh, Oh, and you need to hire somebody that handles your retirement plan and a pension plan and investments. Because you have to invest the money from your pension plan properly. Otherwise, it's worthless. So do you see what happens is is companies that would normally be spending their resources, making their products the best in the world, paying their employees more money, creating a greater lifestyle for their employees, in fact, have to turn and spend their money in places in which they're not experts, in which they have no clue how to manage health insurance. They don't know anything about health insurance. They build widgets, they build computers, they build, you realize that? So what do they end up doing? Well, they have to hire somebody who all they do is that. Now that's outside of their wheelhouse. That's not their expertise. I know some of you say, oh, get a good job with a good company, good benefits, the gold watch, you know, you're staying there 38 years. But my point to you is, wouldn't it be nice if somebody said to you today, especially today, forget 40 years ago when a lot of information was hidden from you. Today, when you can find out anything about anything about anything, give me the best health insurance plan, I want it, give it to me. Give me the best uh, in retirement plan. I want my money to be in the stock market. I want my money to be in annuities. I want real estate and gold, right? When you can select anything you want today, why are you still trusting a company's values investment decisions, ideas, risks, wokeness, DEI stuff. Why do you want them even involved? You should be separating from that crazy socialist world. Why do you want to be wherever you want to live, right? Many of you are retiring to Nevada and Tennessee and Texas and Florida. Why do you want people in those parts of the world to live, to be comfortable, and you still got this long leash attached back to your company, your company pension. I get guaranteed health care. They pay for my health care forever. Yeah, because they shorted you in wages forever. That They took your money forever. You thought you got that for free? You think, oh, I got lifetime medical. Do you understand that they had to take that from somewhere else? Oh, or if I work for the city, county, state. Okay. Okay taxpayers are paying you right you you guys know i retired from the police department when you retire you get a pension mine's very small frankly we give it away but that's another story but so i get a nice little where do you think it comes from air of course not you have to pull from the wages of today's workers. You have to pull from filling the pothole. You have to fill from making sure the skies are safer when it comes to air traffic control. Sorry, we don't have enough money. Why? Because we are the health care plan of the. Forget it. I know this is crazy thinking, some of you, especially conservatives. Whoa, Arif. Whoa, now you're talking crazy. This is not. What are you thinking? I was with you when you said small government, but not when it comes to me. I was with you when you said freedom and freedom. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but not, wait, my my retirement, health care? What if you could just buy anything you wanted? They paid you the money and they said, we're out. Here's your dollars. See ya. Go buy what you want. Forget these two or three or four plans. If you're lucky, it's four plans. Forget the retirement that, that works this way. Listen, there has to be education that goes along with it. I'm not saying drop it all today. But what I am saying is if they pay you money and you decide what's right for your family is different than what's right for mine, even though we're six cubicles down the hall from each other, why is that a bad thing? Right? Shouldn't you be able to decide, oh, Eric, I don't know anything. I can't even spell health insurance. Ah, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Then you better learn. Dummies, scam artists, and forgive me, but stupid people have always lost. It doesn't matter if we were wagon wheels and and horse buggies. You always lost. Some of you have, are greedy. Some of you are gamblers. Some of you are addicts. I get it. I'm sorry. I wish I could give you all a hug and, and money and fix you and, and make your life better, but I can't. Lord knows I've tried in many cases. But it's still your decision For you and your family. And who's the safety net? The government? No, it should be your community, your family, extended family. Then the church, your organizations, Catholic church, Christian church, Mormon church, uh, mosque. Everybody's got some, the, the, the temple, right? They have positions and places to get in there and help a family. See, because what used to be hidden from you before was information, not anymore. Nope. Well, Google is trying it, right? They bury results. They were actively subverting information, actively subverting the Hunter Biden laptop story. What are we, 16, 17, 18% of the people that voted for Joe Biden, these were Joe Biden voters, admitted after the election when they realized the Hunter Biden laptop was real and the fraud charges against Joe Biden were real, and the scams and and filtering of money away from China into his own pocket, the three million dollars paid to the Biden family from the mayor of Moscow, his wife. Right? You understand that system? That that subverted the, that hid that information. Seventeen eight is what it was. It sixteen seventeen percent of the voters said they wouldn't even have voted for Joe Biden. They would have changed their vote. Let's just say half of them actually would have a half seven percent let's just say it would be an undeniable that president trump had won i still think he won all you got to do is watch the show two thousand mules all you got to do is know anybody who lives in in a house and see why are they getting four extra ballots why are, why are they receiving, I, I have a, a client that owns an apartment building, it's 12 units, you guys have heard me tell the story, hundreds of extra ballots every year come, or every election. Hundreds. What, what, what are you doing? You don't think that exists? Just get in a helicopter or, or plane. Come into Burbank or John Wayne and look around. And look at the multifamily and then count hundreds of extra ballots. Even if it's five extra ballots per apartment building. You can't tell me somebody is crooked when it comes to the congressional elections, making sure the com- uh, the incumbent stays there. And it's not the Republicans. Look, here's the, here's the deal. I, I don't know if it's we're like those British, uh, you, you know, we're we're, Brit- we're proper, right? George Washington, when he was on the horse in the Revolutionary War, I believe there was a chance to have somebody shoot him, but the sniper who from the British. Said they wouldn't do it because it wasn't proper. It wasn't sporty. It wasn't uh, honorable in war. Well, it cost them the colonies and a world empire, really. Right? The Republicans still have that aura of let's do what's right. Well, let me give you something that I think the Republicans need to do. And I, listen, when I say Republicans, it's not, it isn't conservative. They're not the same. There's definitely an overlap, for sure, almost because of, well, no other real choice, right? If you're conservative, who are you going to vote for? The most conservative choice in the ballot that you can, that still has a chance of winning, and that's that's the Republicans right now. When you have the Mitt Romneys of the world and, and the, the Liz Cheneys of the world that just hate President Trump, and by the way, they hate you. They hate you as a conservative voter. I want you to know that. They think you're dirty, ugly. They think you're, you're uh, uncouth. They, they think you have very little class. Uh, listen to them talk behind closed doors, in closed doors, even in public meetings. Listen to them. They'll tell you how much they disrespect you. But here's what the Republicans need to do. You see this banning of, of uh, President Trump from some of these uh, liberal states? Right. They did the setup for for what's his name for for Gavin Newsom. Oh, no, I think it should be honorable. We leave him on. Let the people decide. He knows they have no chance of a Republican winning the way the corrupt California elections run. No chance. Zero. But here's what we do. I'm going to give you a list of states. What are they? Two, four, six, eight, eight states, eight, ten states. That are that are strong red states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia, Idaho, Wyoming, and Utah. About 97 electoral votes. Ban Joe Biden from the ballot. That's it. All of you ban Joe Biden from the ballot. Real corruption. You can use, utilize real corruption, real issues until it's adjudicated. Joe Biden is not on the election ballot for the primary. That's it. 97 electoral votes. Nobody can get elected In today's United States, by immediately not having 97 electoral college votes, you just can't get elected. Texas and Florida alone are 70 of those votes. Texas and Florida start introducing legislation to ban Joe Biden. You can do a mini impeachment type trial. You can do a mini inquiry. Let the Democrats of the state come and present their. No, he's corrupt. Siri. We know, you know, he's owned by China. You know it. It's over. You can't have 22 shell corporations. 22 shell corporations that the Biden family has established over the last decade. That's how you launder money, FYI. How do you launder money, Google? Oh, example, Biden administration or Biden family. Start one, pay for some fake invoice, send it to another state, another country, another bank account, send it to another bank account, send it to another bank account, pay phony fees and and registration. And and what did did they buy exactly? What is that invoice? Oh, I don't know. That company has gone out of business. Oh, isn't that interesting? And before you know it, the Biden crime family has its fingers in the IRS. They have their fingers in the Department of Justice. They have their fingers in the Department of the Interior giving away farmland and oil-rich land. Guess what? Wait, it starts with the C. Yep, China, winner. Winner, winner, Peking duck dinner. You get it, it's over. So the Republican. hey, listen, if you're going to play that game, which they already are, by the way, it's over, they're playing it, right? Colorado has 10 votes. Keep your votes, Colorado. You keep your 10, I'm going to raise you 70 between Florida and Texas. I can promise you Nebraska, Mississippi, they will join hands very quickly. There's a couple other. what is that? 11 more votes. Easily we can get to a hundred votes. That's it. We can get a hundred electoral college votes out of the way. Joe Biden, sorry, you can't run. Listen, you all know I lost the bet. Unless Mr. Biden is going to resign in the next few hours. (laughs) I told you I had a steak dinner riding on him stepping down before the end of the year. I think I'm wrong. Just so you know, I lost this bet. Because my, my, my thought was, you just, what's the right word? You just have to have class. Right. You you can dislike Richard Nixon. He was not comfortable in front of the camera. That's why. If you take a look at one of the first debates with him and Mr. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy. He was not comfortable. He didn't understand it. He didn't have the that look, the Hollywood look. So Richard Nixon had to step down. Why? Because he didn't want to put the country through what he said. Maybe there's other reasons. But to resign the presidency of the United States, it's a very big deal. Bill Clinton didn't have that class. You you know that Joe Biden, no way, not in a million years. So why do I think that he's still, that he's not going to run? I think for sure we know he's not going to run. You need to know that. It's just not going to happen. Why? Very simple. Because if Joe Biden was to run for president and these states remove him from the ballot it's over. If the Supreme Court comes back and says Colorado, yes, you can do that, there will be a flood. We will. If you want to see a civil war, keep going down this road. It's like the Democrats are doing everything they can to create a civil war. What will happen to Social Security if the country breaks into two, three, or four pieces? I don't know. What will happen to your government, state government pension if we break into three or four or five pieces? if your state state of california is never going to be one state again if there's some sort of a revolution or slash, slash uh, civil war whatever california is not going to be one state you know that the coastal counties always vote for free stuff and the interior counties right riverside um, riverside imperial san bernardino they're going to vote for something else all the way up you go all the way up to Shasta County, et cetera. It's going to be a different place. I pray we never get there. But for whatever reason, the Democrats are trying to run full speed ahead into that. Whatever roadblocks are put up in front of them, Gavin Newsom comes along and says, and now we're going to, sure, we'll give concealed carry permits to everybody, but you can't do it in any place that's a public within this many feet. By the end of the day, it's just, it's no, there's no concealed carry. Right? So he creates a law to supersede the supreme court and the constitution. So now you can only carry a gun starting tomorrow inside of your house. And the concealed carry law disappears again for all intents and purposes. Right? He keeps doing this almost like you're poking the bear, like you're creating it. Some, if if you were oh, I don't know, if you were a bit cynical, you might say to yourself, well, listen, He's probably doing this because they want a civil war. They want some sort of a a insurrection so that they can bring the hammer down so they can do the same thing as as the Hitler administration. And listen, Stalin did it. Everybody else, they they burn their own city. They burn their own thing and then blame the other side and then say, so now we must come in and and create uh, harsher penalties. Right. Modern day Turkey did it. That's how they. Started cracking down on on uh, Democrat uh, Democrat supporters, Democrats, uh, democracy supporters, right? So you see it. They create a problem, and their solution is a heavy-handed approach, which comes in really hard, by the way. And then the other side, in most of these countries and states, didn't have firearms, right? Germany removed firearms; they they made them illegal. They started removing them from the citizenry years before. They came in with a heavy hand. You've heard me talk about Switzerland, right? Why didn't um, Adolf Hitler go into, into Switzerland? Did, did you even ask that? Why was Switzerland this this uh, independent place? It had all that wealth and gold and money in their safes and and banks, etc. Why? Because every man, woman, and child above a certain age, I'm, I can't recall if it's 12 or 14 or whatever it is, had to, had to own and be proficient with a handgun and a long gun. Did you know that? And here's the surprise. That's still the case today. Right? Basically, Hitler would have had to fight every man, woman, and child in the state uh, or the country of Switzerland. So he said, forget it. We'll go around them. We'll use them as the bank. We'll use them to launder our money and we'll go around them. You see, when you see somebody like Joe Biden and Gavin Newsom, that's what they're trying to do. We know Joe Biden is not running. My thought was he would resign and give Kamala Harris the ability to run as an incumbent, give her a chance to prove herself. Right when she turned down and what she did, she turned down the ability to be a Supreme Court justice. That's why he uh, you know, when he was elected, he did the wink and a nod. We're going to report a woman of color, woman of color. Yes, 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 a woman of color, because that matters. Right. It matters as long as they're a Democrat woman of color. We're not going to appoint a black female, Hispanic female. No way. No way. Has to be somebody we can control with our ideological pressure points. So we're not going to. End it. So what did he do? He goes to Kamala Harris and says, hey, I want to give you the ability. Oh, and she looked at Joe Biden. She looked left and right and says, you know what? I'm going to take my chance as president of the United States. I have a feeling you just might not make it all four years. So she didn't take that job and they gave it to a lady who is, well, let's just say not one of the more bright members of the court. So what is Kamala Harris going to do? Uh, Listen, I think she's going to run for president. And I think she's going to be uh, resoundingly rejected very quickly in the primary. And I think we're going to see Gretchen Whitmer and Gavin Newsom. That's going to be the ticket. President, vice president, candidate. Gretchen Whitmer. Because you notice she's gone silent for a while, except for this little reparations phoniness. All of us know it's fake and phony. Even they do. Right? if they truly wanted to address racial issues, there's ways to do it. But if you take a look, what are they doing? They're going to tax you more money to give to people who were never slaves, whose grandparents were never slaves, by the way. Oh, Eric, but don't you understand it has created the environment of this thing? I go, great. Well, explain to me how my mom's family, white family in Michigan, in the North, Poor farmers, barely survived. You're telling me they benefited from slavery? I would say a rich slave owner that was black in New Orleans, which, by the way, in case you're new to the show, the largest slave owner in the history of the United States was a female black. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you're slave owner was a female black out of New Orleans. And so was uh, countless other. I think there were eleven hundred black men and women that owned slaveries that owned slaves. So, so, what are we going to take from them? And by the way, Oprah Winfrey's family owned slaves. So, listen, Gretchen Whitmer, you want to push this whole slavery reparations? I'm in. But I think you should also pay for the white people that didn't that, that fought and died. Right, some some of them I have great, great, great whatever, uncles, grandparents probably that fought and died to prevent the South from seceding, and ultimately, as the left says, to eliminate slavery. So then, come on, man. I think he never got a pension. His, His wife never received anything. Right, there isn't this VA benefits. Can you imagine? All those years with the poor whites from the North, what they could have done with their lives had they not had to go in and, and fight slavery. So let's go after those Democrats in the South that own slaves. Let's go after Oprah Winfrey. Listen, I think Oprah Winfrey should be paying up. <laughs> you know it, right? All right. Stay with me after the break. I'm of Hallaby. The Total Financial Hour, triple eight ninety nine retire 997-3847, 997-3847, and grab your pen and paper. I'm going to talk about the Police State Movie. We're showing it coming up for free. I want you to come and see it. It's the Police State Movie. All right, Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza. Stay with me after the break. I'll give you those details, how you can come and see the Police State Movie. I'm Eric Halliby, the Total Financial Hour. Stay with me after the break. We'll be right back.
0: Make sure money work for you. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now hire Learn from Arab
1: hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Eric Hallaby, the total financial hour. AM 70 the answer. Appreciate you being here. TFS financial insurance services make the, make this possible. So that's exciting. Uh, Saturday or Sunday, February 4th, Sunday, February 4th, uh, in the Glendale Burbank area, we're showing the police state movie. Okay. It's police state, uh, there's no cost it's a chance just for you to come it's kind of we usually do a holiday movie i didn't do one this year because i'm not a fan of disney i didn't want to spend any money in that direction so i thought well what am i going to do to to show my my clients we do an appreciation event so it's part of it well we're going to do the police state movie i think supporting something like that educating you so that you are informed and you know that you can get in there and help at least i hope make a difference so we're going to be renting the theater Popcorn is on us. i uh, probably do a little snack snack thing or, or soda or something like that. And I'd like to have you there. Sunday, February 4th at 10 a.m. in the uh, the Glendale Burbank area. Police State Movie. Give us a call at 888-997-3847. Uh, you're going to go on a list. We're going to know how many because we don't know. Should we have a small theater, medium size, two theaters? I don't know. So I need you to go on a list, and then we'll keep you updated Got to tell us how many people are coming, please. If you cannot make it, you have to let us know, right? Some of you sign up for things like this and in other parts of your life and you just never show up. And I understand, I get it. That's nice, but you can't do that to me, right? This is real money that's being spent for a real big cause. And I want to make sure I don't turn away somebody else because, uh, you said you were going to come and knew you weren't going to come three days earlier and just didn't call me. All right. Out of integrity let's do it the right way all right i want to continue this uh this part of the show this is what i find is, that is happening with your 401k a lot of you said hey listen my 401k is up this year some of you it's down some of you it didn't do very well uh your cryptocurrency is up or not here's what i want you to understand real inflation between the wages coming down and when I say wages, it means even bonuses, right? Bonuses over time, people that were working, they were creating income and bringing, it's down almost 3%. That's important because on the other side of it, in the last three years, inflation has gone up nearly 20%. So why does that make a big difference for you? It does for a couple of reasons. Number one is, as the Biden administration and Mrs. Jean-Pierre likes to say, oh, it is very clear. We have made it clear. We are clear, clear. I love the, whenever she says the word, it is perfectly clear. I'm like, oh no, she's lying again. Well, actually when her when her lips move, I know she's lying. It's very odd because to see somebody like her be completely dishonest and with a straight face, usually it's just politicians. But when you think of somebody like her, you go, wow, she actually does she believe this? No, I don't think they do. Right You and I are decent people, I think. and you always I always ask why, like when I was a police officer, some of you know I was about 11 years on the job, I, I spent some time. You, you drive around and like, why is this guy doing stuff wrong? I, I know they don't mean to. Look, they just stole from a store. They, they, they probably did it by accident. And then the you know Northridge Mall or, or the grocery store, or whatever would show us the video camera. And you're looking you're like, son of a gun, that guy looked around left and right, put it in their coat pocket and walked out. Back when we used to arrest shoplifters, remember? And they would ride dinosaurs and park them in the parking lot back in the old days. And I, I like part of my innocence was gone. Because I always thought bad guys were bad guys and good guys were good guys. They looked the same. But it's not that way anymore. I mean, you, you realize that, right? And then we lie to each other. We lie to to different people about what we see or don't see. And and here's part of it that makes a big difference to me. Your your retirement accounts, you put money in. You're told to invest and put things into a particular balanced account. Put a balanced account, balanced account. Look, if you're going to put money in your work retirement account, then consider just the standard S&P 500. You're putting money in every two weeks, so is your boss. Putting money in every two weeks. you're But if you have a retirement account that is big, that's there, it's already done, you're in your 50s to 60s, right? You've already, you can't afford to lose it. We can't go backwards and take the next seven to 10 years to get back to where we are today because that's the case. You know that. It takes about seven to 10 years to get all the money back. You can just look historically over the last 30 years. That's what it takes. It goes down. It takes seven years or so to get it back. Okay, why is this an important component? Because if you have an old retirement account, you've already, you want to protect it. You've already grown it. My job is to protect it and never let it go backwards to get reasonable rates of return. But anybody that says put everything in one place, right? Nobody, the gold guys don't ever say put everything in gold. The real estate guys don't say put everything in real estate. Right, but for whatever reason, the stock market guys say, "Oh, put everything in stocks and bonds." I, I don't know why. I-, I don't know if that if that's back to the the innocence of when I started in this li- on this life, right, of of being an adult. Is it because they just don't know any better, or is it because that's the only way they can charge fees? Is if they put your money at risk, right? If your money is safe and protected. You're not gonna hit home runs. You're not gonna get double digit returns. You might once in a while. You'll get six, seven, eight, three, four, five. A lot of zeros. Every year, right? Oh, zero, four, two, nine, six, three. You're not gonna hit home runs. My job is to protect what you have, not double it by the weekend. That's Vegas. Not try to give you a twelve percent return. That's the stock market. What they forget to tell you is the fees will eat up a big part of it. And at the same time, you could lose. And not a little. 20, 30%. 2024, I don't know. People say election year, they're going to lower interest rates. Election year, they're going to pump money into the system. A lot of that has been done. It's over. There is no more money to pump into the system. They're already creating inflation at nearly 20%. And it's more than that. You know that. Go to your favorite restaurant. You're paying more than 20%. In fact, over the last three years, gasoline has doubled. By the way, that's 100%, not 20. Uh, Some of your favorite grocery items over the last three years, think about it. Go back and look at a receipt or an old credit card statement when you went to the grocery store. Doubled. Look at when you went to a nice restaurant. Doubled. Right. Maybe even 50%. Some of you is oh, error. if it's not doubled, it's 50%. Yeah, but they shrunk the the quantity. Right. Instead of a 10 ounce filet mignon for the same price, you get an eight ounce filet mignon. Instead of a nice bottle of wine for whatever price, it's a lower quality bottle of wine for a little bit more money. Right, So so they're adjusting the size of your hamburger patties. Look at how thin they slice tomatoes these days at fast food restaurants. My wife and I noticed this the other day. Oh my gosh, even even some of the nicer hamburger restaurants that you would think about. Look at the size of the tomatoes. You can see through them. Right? You understand they're shrinking the quantity and raising the prices. Because everybody thinks that to flip a hamburger, you deserve $25 an hour. Because who can live on? 15. Listen, I'm with you. I'd prefer to make more money. Everybody wants to make more money. What's the difference? You're not flipping more hamburgers. But you better be saving for your own retirement. Because as I mentioned in the first half hour of the show, very simple. You think your company, government, pension, slash social securities, there's no way in the world they can last. There's so few of them that are, that are quality in other words they're honest with with what they're doing they pay, they're paying uh, lower than than average fees they're doing good with it, with the investment choices they're not losing massive amounts of money they're not over promising that that doesn't exist because all of these financial guys that are involved they're all stripping the amount of money what was it 30 billion dollars last year 330 billion in fees from from your government uh, pensions, CalPERS, I believe? Billion, B, to do what? Uh, I, I don't know. You, you, you stunk. You, you lost my money. So some of you that are expecting government pensions, you realize they have to hit particular rates of return. So what do you do? You need to start putting money in your retirement accounts at work. Systematic investing, whatever it is. Or if I got a $500 a month pay raise, great. Take $250, pay off debt, $250 to increase your contribution. That's the way you do it. You understand? Whatever you get as a pay raise, half goes to pay off debt, half goes to build up your retirement accounts. Oh, er, if I'm retired, I'm about to retire. I have a $200,000, 2000000 whatever it is. Even if it's twenty five thousand, we can help. But go to somebody. If you don't like me, go somewhere else. Find somebody who's honest. Find somebody, and there's a lot of them out there. Right? There's some good guys out there. You, you find and you say, "Listen, I want a balanced approach. I don't need these expensive writers. Don't add a writer that has a fee. Some some of the guys, even the ones that are good guys." It's a pretty lazy way to do finance, uh, financial planning. It is income planning. Right? They put a rider charge on it. I don't think you need to do that. You get some benefits from it, but but you don't need it. You can almost do everything without it. And in some cases, you can do more without it. All right? So please look. What, what are we at? Bank of America did a survey last week. $6.12 Okay, let, let me tell you what that number is. $6 billion in penalties for early withdrawal fees from your what? 401k plan. Why? Very simply, you, you took money from your 401k because you thought it was a savings account. You see, one of the biggest mistakes, I'll give you a couple of them that I saw in 2023. Number one, I saw people use their retirement accounts like their savings account. Oh, Eric, you have three hundred thousand dollars of our money in an IRA. It's my old retirement account. We want to add money to the uh, add uh, space to the house. We need a we need to remodel the bathroom. We want to add a, a separate car, a two car garage. We want to add an uh, ADU, right? The uh, dwelling unit, the, the the extra little house that you can rent in the back. Turn the garage into a bedroom. That's great. You can do all those things, but not with your retirement account. Your retirement account is not a savings account. People don't realize that you think a dollar is a dollar is a dollar. It is not a dollar has a job to do. What? Well, where is it? Oh, my right, my right front pocket. Oh, it's for lunch today. Oh, the dollar is sitting in my savings account. That's for emergencies. I can access it using my debit card or ATM, or I can electronically bill pay. Got it. Right? And when I say savings account, I mean Old Glory Bank. Remember, you've heard me say that. I want you to look into Old Glory Bank. It's a place I think you need to put your money if you are looking to stay true to your values. Pro-American, none of this uh, crazy... Censorship or reporting to the government your your purchases. It doesn't work that way. Old glory bank. Okay. But you might have money in an IRA. Traditional IRA. What's the job of that? Very simple. Ready? To give you income. Because retirement is just a category. As long as you're still alive, then you need income. And if you think you're going to trust the government, city, county, state, the federal government, social security. If you think you're going to trust that to give you income forever, look, I think you're wrong. I think United Airlines, uh, uh, TWA, countless uh, large corporations, Woolworth Corporation. What's the other one that I had recently? There was another one. They were supposed to get $2,600 a month in a pension. It's $350 a month the pension went under and they said listen everybody gets this or nobody gets anything they said well i guess we'll take 350 dollars a month your pension can and in many cases will most likely be reduced it has to be so what do you do you plan for yourself take care of yourself what a novel idea yeah 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 you build community but not a community with the crazies in the government world, a community with people that think like you, a community of people that care about you. Could be family, could be friends, could be neighbors. Right? I I had a neighbor who had a a flood in his pool recently. That big rains that came through and a lot of mud went in there. Guess where I was at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning? Well, actually, I showed up at 8.03 with a shovel, right? Right? It's about four months back with a shovel and and my gloves. I was told, hey, we're going to get started at 8 o'clock. I grab my stuff, get over there at 8.03. There's already 15 people. I counted them because I was like, "Did did this 15 people show up in the last three minutes? Because I had to go back because I forgot a different shovel. I wanted something else. I'm like, where did all these people come from? Oh, guess what? This man has a community. And everybody got to work and nobody, you know, was the the boss. Nobody was a bully. Nobody, people just worked. You saw something that had to be done and you did it. Isn't that amazing? I was shocked. I thought, wow. Would all these people show up for me? I don't know. It's kind of nice to know that. Right? It's kind of nice. So I share this with you because I want you to understand a couple of things. It's okay if you have a government pension or social security, but you better plan and prepare just in case, right? Why do you have a whole gas tank full of gas when you're only going to the grocery store and coming back? You only needed one gallon. You can put it in and come back. Wait, wait, you have an extra 10 gallons in there for what? Oh, yeah. Just in case, huh? You see, you have more than one pair of shoes. Why? Because you want choices. So emergency and choices. Your retirement accounts, if they're properly cared for, away from risk, away from fees, for some or part of it, it doesn't have to be all of it, right? You heard me say, I don't want it all in one place. Just like I don't want you to expect your income comes all from one place. We have a particular client that owns a couple of pieces of, of property south of the boulevard in San Fernando Valley. Beautiful Places, Rents them to the entertainment industry. I'm not sure what happened during the strike. It'd be interesting to find out, but it was bringing in tens of thousands of dollars a month. Well, that's a pretty high risk place to have all your money coming in because all it takes is a writer's strike. And if you rented your place to the industry people, guess what happened? Yeah, you could, you could lose. A client the other day was telling me that the amount of people that had foreclosures and bankruptcies he said, Arif, our business suffered greatly, they have a business that caters to a particular part of the, of Southern California. And in his industry, a lot of the clients, he said, 50% of them came from the entertainment industry and his business dropped off 50%. Why? Because clients' customers would come in, and as those customers came in to use their services, it was like a a spa kind of a place and, and treatment center. He said, you wouldn't believe it. They lost their car. Some had their homes foreclosed on. Now, you tell me you're that desperate. I'm saying, okay, get in there and grab your 401k. You can reduce or even eliminate certain Penalties and charges, but when $6 billion in P- in fees for early penalty withdrawal from your 401k, it means that it probably wasn't quote a real emergency where the government would say, we're going to waive those fees. Cause there is a few of those medical care for yourself or your spouse dependents. You can pull it out without a, a substantial fee costs related to the purchase of your principal residence. I really dislike this. You can't do it for mortgage payments, but you can do it for a down payment. There's a particular amount of dollars for a down payment. I don't like it, but you can. Why don't I like it? Very simple. Because a house payment comes from your income. Down payment of a house is a savings account that has a job of guess what? Down payment of a house. College fund? Yep, that's right. It's for college. You don't take money from your house to pay off credit cards, you don't borrow money from your house to buy a car. You want to be poor? keep doing that. Poor people make poor decisions. They're not bad. They're not ugly. They're not fat. They're not skinny. They're not tall. They're making bad financial decisions. So they get bad financial results. So if you don't like the financial results that you're getting, guess what? Stop making bad financial decisions. Your retirement account is for income. That's supposed to last as long as what? You want income. So if you want to live and have income For for the rest of your life, then you better have income that goes for the rest of your life. You don't use your retirement account to buy a car, to pay off this, to go get to to borrow for that. No. Gives you lifetime income. One of the biggest mistakes I see is people, especially when interest rates were 2%, 3%. My friends in the mortgage industry, some of you guys, you knew what you were doing was wrong and you shouldn't have done it, but you did it anyway. Well, here's what you do. You borrow money from your house and we do so so that we can turn around and we pay off that high interest credit card debt and then we pay off your car. So you see, you're saving $600 a month. So what does the client do with that extra $600 a month between their car and their credit cards? Think about it. They spend it. You didn't save it. You just went out and spent it and bought more stuff. If you were to say, well, Eric, what I'm doing is I'm taking that 600 a month because yesterday I lived without it. Tomorrow I'm going to receive it. It goes into a savings account. I'm going to build up that savings account. And instead of having a 30-year mortgage on my car, because I know I'm going to have to buy a new car again someday before 30 years are up, even if you did 15-year mortgages, you know you're probably going to buy a new car before 15 years is up. So you keep saving that 600 a month that you saved and guess what you do when it comes time to buy a car, you pay cash and now you have cash for a car. Do you follow me on this? You see, all I talk about is math and logic. What I want you to learn is lifestyle. Everybody in the industry, myself included has a profit motive. Ours is let's help you with your retirement accounts companies are going to pay us, right? They're, they're going to pay us because we're bringing business to them. We don't charge you a fee and you should never pay a fee to an insurance company. Almost never, right? I'm just like, there's maybe whatever, 5% chance you should. There's something out there. But almost never should you pay a fee for your retirement accounts. This is important because if your retirement accounts have a job to do, Then we find a place that fits it. Oh, you need tax write-offs. Got it. Real estate. Perfect example. Oh, wait. You want another source of income. So you have a small pension. You have small Social Security and you have a small or medium, whatever it is, medium Social Security, but you have money coming from Social Security, maybe a pension, maybe your 401k slash IRA. And now you want another source of income. Oh, beautiful. I love it. That's when we start real estate. Got it? So now you have many sources of income. Arif, what do you think about gold? Absolutely. Have 5 or 10% of your net worth in gold. If you have a lot more money than than most, then maybe have 10 or 15%. I'm okay with that or silver, whatever it is you choose. Oh, oh Arif, what about crypto? Same thing as gold, guys. 10%, 5%. If you have a lot more money, you can make it 10, 15. But you can't eat a piece of gold. Nor more no more than you can eat a piece of drywall. And you can't take a piece of drywall to the grocery store. I don't care if you have or if I own this office building and it's 10 million million and it's paid off great. You can't take a piece of drywall to the grocery store. What do you do? You take the income. Right on the 1st of every month, everybody makes a payment. Right? They make a pay- cha-ching, goes into your bank account. All right, guess what? I pay the bills, whatever I have to pay with it, Right, the mortgage, the property taxes. Then I take that to the grocery store. So you see, a store of wealth would be things like gold. A store of wealth would be your real estate. A store of wealth would be crypto. The income that comes off of those things, like your retirement account, that's your quality of life. So learn the differences. Stay with me after the break. I have your emails coming up. Very interesting ones again today. This is, a, I love it. A place where you can learn about other people's issues and maybe even glean something for yourself. Arif Hallaby 888 retire That's 888-997-3847. Stay with me after the break and get your pen handy. I'll give you my email address so you can send me emails. AM 870, The Answer. We'll be right back.
0: Learn about my Hey,
1: welcome financial back to the show, We're Eric Halliby. I'm you guys stayed with me. A little technical difficulties, but that's what it's about. Love it. A big part of the show is uh, simple. <laughs> it means it's live. Remember I told you, I respect you. You're here listening live. I do my best. You know, we rarely have to run a a tape show, but uh, live shows mean sometimes things happen. All right, continuing with this hour of the program, I want to cover a couple of things with you. Let me give you the email address. So it's ARIF, A-R-I-F. So ARIF, at T-F-S, stands for Total Financial Solutions. So T-F-S, wealth, as in a lot of money, dot com. So A-Hallaby, sorry, ARIF at TFSwealth.com. wealth.com era a R I F at T F S All right. Look uh, the big part of your emails is, is sometimes it's not good news, right? So the second half of the, the emails bottom of the hour, I'm going to share with you something that just isn't kind of really good news. And I, and you need to know that sometimes I, I have to tell you bad news and this is one of them. So that's at the bottom of the hour right now. I'm going to cover one thing before I get to the emails. Uh, one of the things I was noticing for 2020, 23 was how they kept trying to. And when I say they, it's the left and it's Hollywood, how they kept trying to do all sorts of things to push the, uh, this female agenda that they can, that they're the same as men, right? This is, this was the year of the transgender Leah Thomas and others in cycling and, and tennis and whatever else trying to compete as men, uh, as women. Rather, you don't see women, dressing up in trousers and and having facial hair and going to play uh, whatever sport, right? What if a woman tried to get on the the PGA Tour? I think they've tried. Why are there two different sets of NBA teams? I believe there's still a bet out there, isn't it, a million dollars or something? To have a college team play the best WNBA team, right? You notice that? Hollywood's trying to replace and eliminate the strong male role model, right? Instead of creating new ones or, or enhancing existing ones like Wonder Woman or Barbie, right? Barbie movie. Did you see that traditional women cute? I mean, listen, there's some guys in there and there's a lot of, there's the gay agenda that that pops in there. Fine. But it was traditional pretty woman thin, right? Who got blown up this year? in the, in the sense of their, their ideas, Victoria's secret. No longer are we using, you know, plus whatever they call it. Plus models. Uh, What was the other, the, the Miss America, Miss universe. They're still trying. They're still putting a man dressed as a woman in a skirt dress. Some of these are good looking men, by the way. (laughs) And they're saying, Oh, see the man can win. Why are they trying to squeeze out women? Right? You see James Bond, 007, they made 007 a woman. Traditionally for 50, 60 years, a strong male role model, definitely a little misogynistic. But a guy who was brave and courageous and stood up and wouldn't let somebody pick on a woman, right? Stood up for his family, stood up for the friends, people he knew, 007, now a woman. Indiana Jones, oh, courageous, adventurous, standing up, fighting for what's right, now a woman. You see, Hollywood, both of those movies flopped, didn't they? Barbie didn't. Barbie was a home run, financially speaking. Wonder Woman, remember that? Strong woman role model. Stood up for what's right, pretty, attractive, smart. That movie did amazing. That was a couple years back, but you get it right. Instead of women's sports that can thrive on their own with larger viewership than men, by the way, gymnastics and swimming, ice skating. Instead, they forced the NBA owners, forced them to, to create a, a, a mirrored image uh, sporting team of female basketball players. Uh, listen, it's entertaining. I won't spend time watching it if it's on. I'll I'll look at it. But but they're not great players. They they're good players. They're certainly way better than me. It's not I don't ever use a judgment of how good or great somebody is based on my abilities. But they're good players, for sure. But the best WNBA team could never beat the best men's college team men that couldn't even make the NBA couldn't even make the sitting on the bench. They're, they're not even worthy of, of warming a bench for the NBA. That team can beat the best WNBA team. So you can't compare. They're different. It's like saying I'm on a diet. So instead of eating uh, cherry pie, I'm going to eat, uh, you know, two pieces, two, two little cherries that they're, they're nice. But it's not a cherry pie. Right? Sorbet. I'm going to have a little piece of sorbet or I'm going to go to one of these places where they, they mix ice cream and Oreos and mix it all together and put it in a big cup. It, it's not that you can call it a dessert. But a cup of sorbet, right, that, that fits in the palm of your hand, it's nice. It's dessert. It's a sporting team. It's sports. But the WNBA is not the NBA. They force these NBA uh, owners to create a losing, like you have to lose money in this adventure. Isn't that amazing? And now that we know it doesn't work, nobody's watching the NBA, sorry, the WNBA. Nobody's watching the James Bond now that it's a woman. Nobody's watching Indiana Jones now that it's a woman. So what do they do? They say, well, our last hope is to have men dress like women so that they can play women's sports, but they're really men. But we're going to call them women, and heaven forbid you should misgender them and scare them or, or terrorist threat them. So they put these men dressed like women. They play these sports teams. Surprise! They break all records. I thought we cared about women. Wasn't this about women? You want to you want to support a WNBA team? By all means, go do it. You want to watch them? Great. You th- you think it's amazing? Watch them. I used to like women's soccer. I thought they were really good. And I thought that was, in, f- in fact, for me, more entertaining than the men's team. Until Megan Rapinoe came along. And now I don't watch women's soccer anymore. Until they started, you know, taking a knee. And I'm like, wait a second. You guys play on the U.S. team. Disgusting. All of you go home. We forfeit. Anybody with courage should have s- stood up and did that. But they didn't right what what did they do? Oh, nothing, nothing, yeah, that's right, nothing because the courageous James Bonds of the world and Indiana Joneses of the world are now women. Look, what is this going to do to your financial life? I, I think any time anybody plays, pretend like they pretend that the pensions are going to be there forever, even though they're in debt by two hundred and fifty billion dollars, a quarter of a trillion dollars in debt is CalPERS and CalSTRS teachers, a quarter of a trillion dollars in debt. Do you understand that together? Just those there's other pension systems. Just those two are half a trillion dollars in debt. You understand they don't have the money. But if we play pretend, we say that it's right. You just don't understand. We must. Electric vehicles, the same thing. It's the right thing to do have electric vehicles. Yeah, I get it that they that they break down when it's really cold and they can't go as far as we pretend to tell you. And when you get, by, get behind one on the freeway, you can always tell when they're trying to conserve energy because they go exactly 65 miles an hour. You can't have the radio going. You can't have the air conditioning going full blast when you're running low on electricity going up a hill. Just not going to happen. And by the way, some of you pushed back on me last week or maybe two weeks ago when I said I would never buy a Tesla, not because I think they're amazing vehicles. Let me tell you, amazing vehicles. I like cars. I'm not by any, any stretch of the imagination a car expert, but I like them. Amazing vehicles. Why would I never buy one? Because at any time, they can turn on the camera and the microphone inside of your car from any place on earth. Do you understand that? Do you understand your electric vehicle at any time on any place on this planet can be shut off? If you thought the government was not involved in Twitter, the government was not involved. You think China is not involved with Facebook and Meta or Google? You honestly don't think China can turn on the microphone inside of your car? And I found that out from somebody kind of reasonably high up in Tesla years ago. The reason I don't drive them. Beautiful cars. Fast. oh, Great technology. Amazing. Have them turn on the camera and, and, and turn on hear what I'm saying in the privacy of my own car? No, thank you. Nope, I'll pass. Let's find another set of technology somewhere. I'm okay with that. All right. Hey, listen, I want to get to your emails. This is a pretty big one here because for a lot of people they forget that the holidays can be a kind of a kind of a yucky time, right? For people that have lost loved ones, especially if it's the first holiday season, like like in our case. Right? The first holiday season, we lost my dad. Not a fan of of uh, the holidays when, when loved ones aren't around. Most of you are the same way. Right? So what does that mean? Well, it means a couple of things. You have to realize it's difficult for those that, that you love, right? That went through tough times and, and that lost the, the, the love of their life. So here's one. I'm just going to call her Mary. She has a a unique name, so I'm not going to call her uh, her name. All right. Dear Arif, I'm a widower for the last three years. The holidays have been very difficult since I lost my wife and we were married for 47 years. Now that means they were together, but uh, because you couldn't be married back then, 47 years. Our four kids have all been married, each of them for the last 20 years. So strong, successful, successful and happy marriages. I want to be able to make sure that our children and nine grandchildren have the ability to carry on what my wife and I have built over the many decades of hard work and sacrifice. We were both professionals in our industry. She took time to raise the kids and I continued to work. Now that she's passed, we have four rental properties that we want to pass on to our children. Two of them are fourplex units. Okay, that's important. Let's think about this for a second. We have saved about $2 million in retirement accounts, and we have more than 200000 in savings and CDs, or I have more than 200000 Should I keep the 400000 in a life insurance policy that I currently have and have had for all these years, or should I cash it in and just use the cash value? I'm now dating again and may want to marry someday. My main question is, how do I make sure the assets I have go to my kids and not her children if I remarry. All right, here's the key. Part of it for you guys is to understand that in most cases in your life, you have to have a trust, what's called a revocable living trust. A revocable living trust is not something you kind of sort of do halfway. It's like being half pregnant. This is something you must complete. You do it, and then you fund it. So many of you say in my trust, I've listed my house, my kids get my house. The jewelry goes to this person, right? You, but if you did not put the house, that's only one part of the equation. The other side of the equation, the other side of it is you have to fund it, F-U-N-D fund it. So you fund it by changing the deed of your real estate into the trust. You can do that with almost any notary. Certainly your attorney should have done it when you did the trust originally. Sometimes they just give you the paperwork. They say, hey, here you go. It's completed. Go get it notarized and then send it in. Most people don't do that. That's a lazy attorney and we've seen plenty of them out there. They know better, but they're lazy. So they should have done it, but some attorneys don't. If your living trust says the, that that the Real estate is in there. Rental properties, fourplexes, all of those things. Great. But on this side of the equation, when you pull up the deed, the deed better say the living trust of heir of Hallowby or not my trust, but yours. Okay. It has to be part of that. Second, CD interest on your money. You need to understand all of the 200,000 you have in CDs. It's taxable every year that you earn the money. You understand that? Even if you can't take it out. Some of you have great CD interest rates, 5%, 4%. That's all great. But explain to me something. Do you need the money to live on? Oh, you don't. If you don't need the money to live on, then you better not be taking it and you better not be using it For something very simple, what to just sit there, you leave it in your account. You're going to pay taxes on the money that you don't use. Here's the key ready for one of the secrets to wealth and success. Don't pay taxes on money. You're not going to spend. Let me repeat that. Don't pay taxes on money. You're not going to spend. If you're going to pay taxes on money because I want to take it out of my retirement account to just put it into your savings account. In other words, you go from your left pocket to your right pocket, and now you pay taxes on money just just to switch pockets, forget it. It's a dumb idea. You just gave the government money. Now there's ways to do it and, and, and succeed, but most people don't do that. So if you have a CD and you're paying interest on that CD, uh, sorry, you're earning interest on that CD, then you pay taxes on the interest and you're not using it to spend, Consider something called a fixed annuity, a fixed annuity or a MIGA multi-year guaranteed annuity. And they have them for three years. There's probably even two years now, two years, three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, higher interest rates. Interest is being compounded, added into your account. But guess what? No taxes on the money until you pull it out. What's best for you? What, what's the right decision? Well, you're going to meet with a tax preparer, aren't you? Tax advisor, hopefully a CPA. You're going to say, hey, here's my situation. Is it better to do this now or later? But I always want you to start with this whole story. I'm not going to pay taxes on money. I'm not going to spend. I don't want to do that. All right. So I like the revocable living trust. I want your CD. Mary, make sure you guys are putting that CD interest aside. All right, just let it, instead of earning interest on on CD money, earn it inside of a multi-year guaranteed annuity. Much better choice. Maybe half of it. I don't know, $100,000. Your CPA will let you know where the line is. Okay, next is, this is a big question. You you talked about a cash value life insurance policy, how I know it's cash value, like a whole life or universal life type policy, because you mentioned that it has an internal savings component or cash value. Think about this. That $400,000 in death benefit is tax-free to the kids or grandchildren, whoever you make as a beneficiary, tax-free, but so is the rental properties, right? You have a rental property and you depreciate it, which means you get to keep some of the money tax-free. You grow the value of the property over time because generally the markets go up over time, real estate markets, and then you pass away. You bought the property for $200,000, and it's worth a million. And when you pass away and it goes to the kids, guess what? Tax-free. Tax-free. Life insurance, tax-free. See, rich people leave life insurance and real estate to their kids. Poor people leave their retirement accounts. Whereas I want your retirement account to be a spending account that you live and increase your income I don't want you to outlive it. So there's a sweet spot there. How much can I take out? How much can I make? Right? There's a sweet spot. But I don't want you to be in a position to think you're going to leave your retirement account to your kids. Right? Your retirement account's job is for you to live on. It's not to leave as a beneficiary. So here's a trade-off. You leave your real estate, primary residence, rental property, apartment buildings, vacant land. And there's a step up in basis. All right, ready for this? The last part that I want you to use. How do you protect it so that if you remarry, she doesn't take everything and or her children or grandchildren don't take everything that you both had worked for your whole life to leave to your kids? Well, very simple. You create irrevocable beneficiaries inside of your trust, irrevocable, meaning the only one who can sign off and say, you know what, you're good is the beneficiary. It shifts the power on the decision-making process of the beneficiary from you, the grantor, the person that puts the assets inside of the trust over to the beneficiaries. Now you can still do things while you're still alive. That doesn't change. But what you can't do is change beneficiaries, right? So if an irre- irrevocable beneficiary are my four children on these rental properties, for example, on my life insurance, for example, and you can even do a partial. Look, you have four kids and $400,000 in life insurance. You might say each kid is going to receive $50,000 irrevocably. In other words, this life insurance policy, I want each child to receive 50000 tax free. You can do that inside of your life insurance policy. You can create a life insurance policy that guarantees your kids are going to receive tax free money. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty cool. What does that do? Well, it gives you the ability to spend money freely. Spend your retirement assets, spend your $2 million in retirement accounts live comfortably buy another rental property if you want buy a vacation home if you want but live comfortably knowing that the real estate you've purchased and the life insurance will go to your children and if you want to make your new spouse someday if you if you choose to get married again you want to make your new spouse the beneficiary of your retirement accounts they actually get similar benefits as you that's the best way to go you see i want retirement accounts to be spouses Right? Husband, wife, back and forth. That that they share it. Beneficiaries, after both, or in this case, if one of you pass away, (laughs) we can make it irrevocable and go to the kids. Okay, so don't forget, rich people do what? Well, they leave real estate and life insurance to their children. So if legacy is important to you, that's a great way to start. And then they spend their retirement accounts. So they have to be in a place that can create lifetime income. Your goal is not to double your retirement account by the weekend. That's risk. We want guarantees. All right, I'll be back with you after the break. Your place for news, talking, information. This is the sad one I was talking about when we come back. Your place for news, talking, information. Air of Halaby, 88899 retire. We'll be right back.
0: Thanks to Air of Now every dollar's got a job to do Arup makes your money work for you Learn about financial power The total financial power Learn about financial
1: Hey, thanks for being thanks with to me. Total financial hour. I'm Eric Hallaby. 888 997 3847. Okay, grab your pen. Triple eight ninety nine Retire nine nine seven three eight four seven. Okay, Sunday, February 4th at 10 a.m. We're showing the Police State movie in the Glendale Burbank area. Police State, it's a movie. Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza. Dinesh is a well known movie maker. Dan Bongino also stars in the show. I like Dan. I think he's a good guy. Very smart. Basically he took over Rush Limbaugh's spot. I think uh, that was very brave of them. Uh, but Dan is a no-nonsense kind of a guy. So he's part owner of Rumble and some other uh, entities. So made his money in lots of different ways, tech ways mostly. But I'll tell you what. what, what the big deal is. You guys need to come and see what's going on. Right, you guys need to see what's happening because this is an election year. And if you can, you'll figure out what's happening. Maybe you'll get involved. You've heard me say this over and over again. If you don't do this, if you don't get involved, what I think is going to happen is something very important. I think one day you'll wake up and metaphorically speaking or literally, you will see tanks rolling down the street. Right, You'll see soldiers on corners, because the left is not going to stop. They could have stopped. They could have let President Trump just run its course. Instead, they're doing 90-plus indictments, all phony, 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 phony. Anytime there's more evidence about Hunter Biden or Joe Biden, oh, what do they do? Another indictment. This is very big deal. You guys have to understand, if you don't get involved, nobody will get involved. You you know that? Because they're they're setting up a system to push you back. Try to speak up as a, as a school teacher. You know how many educators we have that are conservative that are afraid. You know? This this is a big deal. When your family pushes back and says, "Well, but this isn't right." And all of a sudden you get debanked. Right, you know that, right? They shut down your bank account at Wells Fargo. J.P. Morgan Chase isn't notorious for this. Why do you think I moved my bank accounts away from those guys? Why do you think I went to Old Glory Bank? It's only been around for 100 years. Right? Bought by uh, Larry Elder, bought by um, a bunch of investors. Ben Carson, John Rich, former governor of Oklahoma. Mary Fanland, I think is her name. What do these people do? They went out and bought the bank. They said, we're going to stand up. We're going to do something ready for this. We're going to put our money where our mouth is. If they did that, guess what happened? Surprise. Now there's a parallel economy. And so Dan Bongino did it with Rumble. So that's a big deal. Right. And when they did, when when he did it, he put his money where his mouth was. I'm impressed with people like that. That's why we're showing the movie so you can get involved and know what's going on. All right. Remember, here's how you send me an email, arif at tfswealth.com. Who makes the rules, guys? Rich or poor people? Think about it for a minute. That's right. And when they make the rules, they make the rules to benefit themselves, their friends, and their family. That's important because the rules say leave real estate and life insurance to your children, and we will not tax it. Do you realize that? It's not something that's a made-up story. This is serious. Because your family's finances depend on making the right decisions. And here's a couple who did not make the right decision. All right. Dear Irv, my husband and I have saved $150,000 in our retirement accounts. Our social security checks will total right around $4,000 a month. We need about $7,500 a month to live on. And we want to retire in the next few years when we will both be 65. We will have our house paid off in seven years from now. Our house payment is currently $3,000 a month. And that's just the principal and the interest, but we may want to move. We have not decided where yet but it will probably be outside of California. Uh, outside of California. Is there any way that I can make this work with $150,000? Okay, guys, ready for this answer? It's a bit complicated. No way. No way. You can't retire. You can't retire in the next few years. You didn't save enough money. You didn't do it right. I, I, I love you guys. You're great. Maybe all sorts of other reasons, layoffs and medical and taking care of family, honorable reasons, but math is just math. So we have to prepare. So let me tell you what I would do. First of all, I would take 150,000. I probably take a hundred of it and put it into an account where in the next six, seven years, eight years from now, I can turn it on as an income stream. That's number one. Number two is you guys are going to have to ready for this. You're going to have to work at least until age 70, but when social security, when the lower of your two social security checks, all right, for the sake of tradition, we're going to say the wife, because usually she didn't work the same length of time as a, as a husband, but whatever, let's just say it's the wife's. So let's say hers is, is the lower of the two. We're going to start that check as soon as she hits full retirement age, FRA. If she's working, if she's not working, I'm going to have her start social security check. Now, as soon as she's past age 62, why? Because I need to save that money. I want to even maybe use it to pay off debt, maybe the house so that the house can be paid off earlier. So instead of paying it off in seven years, maybe we can get it paid off in five years by adding that extra social security check to it. Whatever the case is, we're going to use that money, some to save some to pay off debt. So let's say it's 1200 a month. That's probably pretty close. I'm gonna take 600 and add it to the house payment each and every month, but you need to make sure you put it and say, I want it to go to principal, not just additional payment because they'll use it as interest. I don't want that. I want it to go to principal. So you have to indicate that on your check or on your payment. Number two is I want you to save that extra 600 a month. It might go into an IRA. Let's have it go into a Roth IRA. R O T H. Why tax-free later? Based on your guys's income right now, you're not going to need a lot of tax breaks at this minute. What you'll need is to get that tax uh, is to get that income up later. Because if we're short thirty-five hundred dollars a month, and I can get that house paid off a little earlier, that's three thousand. That's three thousand you didn't have to make yesterday, if it was paid off. And because we're paying it off today, tomorrow, you don't have to make it. Right? Do you understand that? I don't want you to retire. You have to keep working. That's why I told you. Sometimes it's yucky. You know, one of the hardest things I do when you come in for a second opinion, every once in a while, about once a week, right? What do I see? Maybe 20, 25 people a week, about once a week. I'll tell you that your account is perfect, great. I wouldn't make any changes. For everything you want to do, you're in the right spot. And about once a week, I say, uh, I love you, but you're delusional. It's just not going to work. There's no way I can get there with the math. Now, I can work hard. If you're willing to adjust some things, I can make it work. Right? Let's say you're willing to work five more years. That means I have... At least 60 months, so 60 times 1,200, right? and if we split it in half, I have about another $50,000 with some interest that'll be in your retirement accounts. That's tax-free. That's a Roth. The other 60000 or, or 50000 I can get that money put where? Pay off the house earlier. So when can you retire? Well, one, when the house is paid off. Two, when you have $300,000 saved. So I would actually set it where I would say, look, you're going to work until age 70. Why? Because the the higher of the two social security check, that's going to be pretty substantial. Right? You guys know that? that? That's going to be a lot more money. And that gives me the ability to have three or four sources of income. One of those sources is the elimination of the house payment. So instead of you making money, paying taxes, then paying your house payment. And forget this lie that some CPAs tell you and they do. Oh, your house is a a tax write-off. Baloney. Lie, lie, big fat lie. No. Oh, you get to write off your interest. Okay. I'll tell you what. I got a deal for you. Hi, CPA. Give me a thousand dollars. I'll give you $200 back. Is that a good deal? Oh, it's not, is it? If it's the house that I live in and I give you a thousand dollars and you give me back a two hundred dollar tax credit or tax break, forget it. How about if I just keep all thousand and I'll net eight hundred dollars in my pocket? Anytime a CPA tells a client that I go, gosh darn it, we have the wrong CPA again. Nice people, good men, good husband, wife, father, whatever they are. They're broke. Right? You don't want to work with a financial advisor who's broke. You don't want to work with a CPA who's broke. They're not bad people, but let them practice on somebody else. I have seen so much malpractice and mess up and mistakes. And in this particular case, these guys are in their, in their probably late fifties, early sixties. And they have a whole $150,000 saved. That's great. It's a lot more than zero, but it's nowhere close to what they need based on what they need to spend. And that's the yucky part slash ugly part of what I do. I don't like that. I'd like to always tell you good news. And some financial people will tell you what you want to hear, not what you're supposed to hear. And that's part of the yuckiness too. Right? So I want you to work for at least five more years. I want you to take the lower of the two social security. Let's eliminate debt and build savings. The savings I want you to build is going to be a Roth IRA. For one of you, right? doesn't matter who it is. If you can keep saving in your retirement accounts, do it. I don't know if this is, if you're adding to these currently or if it's just old. And chances are really good. You're not going to retire and move. You're going to stay here because now your home is paid off and you have lower property taxes. Now you say, Eric, I want to move. I want to move. I want to move. Great. Then here's what you do. You can move. But the house you buy has to be about 60 or 70% of what this house is going to sell for. For example, Eric, if I can sell my house for a million dollars, great. The house you buy, no more than what? Uh, 600000 Now, you can buy an amazing home in the Nevadas, Tennessees, Florida, Texas, wherever it is, Idaho, that you want to live. Fine, go do that. All right? I'm okay with that. But I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to think that it has anything to do with a good decision that you made because you didn't. And we got to fix that. All right? And we can do that. You can do this in a very simple manner because you're going to work. Then what else are you going to do? Well, you're going to go through And you're going to work part-time in retirement. You see, if I want you to live long and prosper and be healthy and happy, believe it or not, it's actually working part-time in retirement. When I've looked at all of our clients and I've looked around and I said, who's healthier, happier, right? I've had friends that have retired with great pensions. My gosh, police officers. I don't know what the heck happened to them. They gained 50 pounds in one year. So they grow the big beard to hide their, their weight. You guys have seen it. They're not bad people, but they're not healthy. I tell them, look, I want you to live a very long time. All of us carry a few extra pounds. That's not my point. But I don't know what the heck happened 10 minutes ago when you were working and now 10 minutes later, you're retired and oh my word, what the heck happened? How are you going to be healthy and strong? And I want you to take that pension to the bank, man, every single year for a decade or more longer than what they tell you. Right? The reason they gave such great pensions to police officers is, one, they didn't give you good benefits, and two, because they expected you to die from all the stress after you retired. Right? Did you know that? Nobody expected you to live. So we'll give you a pension. And then people are living longer, so they put this carrot on the end of a stick and make you chase this thing. Do 30 years. 30 years. The last 10 years stress on your body is twice as much as the first 20 years because you're not a young person anymore. So you work in these stressful environments and instead of caring for your body properly, walking, exercise, whatever it is, you, you guys, you're coming to me. I love you. I care about you. Why do I do this? You have to take care of yourself. I can build a great retirement account. I can get, build wonderful pension uh, adjustment or pension substitution plans, whatever. We can do that. But if you're not around to enjoy them, what good is it? You do this also so that kids that have no appreciation for money will inherit it? Right? Some of you are working so that the next generation who has zero respect for how hard you worked, by the way, that's it. They don't care. They love you but they don't have any respect for how hard you worked. Why? Because they blow your money. And when you die, they come to me and they say this. So what can I do with this account, Arab? I said, well, if you spread it out over taking, if you take it out over 10 years or five years, but over time, you're going to get a lot more money. You'll pay very little in taxes comparatively. And because we work with your CPA, we'll figure out what that number is. And your parents' money that you've inherited will be big and un- wonderful and happy and all that. <sighs> oh, Erav, you don't understand. Look, I never had this 200000 to begin with. So who cares if I pay 70000 in in taxes? Right? If 200000 becomes 130000 it's 130000 I never had. I said, yeah, but your mom and dad worked hard. Why just give it to the state and federal government? Oh, Erev, doesn't matter to me. I need it. Why? We have to update our kitchen. Like, oh my gosh, your kitchen doesn't work? No, I need it because our kitchen is just, you know, it's old, old. I go, okay, but does it work? Yeah. Okay, so what are you going to do to create wealth for your family? Uh, I don't know. It It has nothing to do with the kitchen. I just want you to know that. You inheriting money is not, doesn't mean you can spend it just because you want to spend it. You should spend some, enjoy it, of course. But you should be creating legacy wealth. You should, the reason that the Vanderbilt family lost everything within a couple of generations and are broke, and the Rockefeller family has hundreds of people still living off of the wealth, is because one taught their children wealth-building strategies and put in place guardrails. And another one just gave them the money. Because if you build this particular, I don't know, lifestyle around just spending money and then your kids see it where all you're doing is spending money, then what do you get? Nothing. You get a bunch of stuff. You get a kitchen that guess what? In five or ten or fifteen years, it's gonna be what? Old. Old. And you have to do what? Replace it again. But you didn't build your wealth. The money's gone. Right? I always use this example, you guys. This is important. I know it's lunchtime, it's a little bit rude, but but stay with me. This is if you have ten chickens and a chicken coop, chances are every day you're gonna get eight to twenty eggs, depending on the day, depending on right? Eight, maybe 10, 20 eggs. That's a lot of eggs. Depends on the size of your family. And guess what they'll do again tomorrow? Between eight and 20 eggs again. And and, and what about the next? Yeah, eight and 20 eggs. Now you can use those eggs over time as you build it up to sell them and get money. And then you take that money and you can go buy maybe a hog. And you take care of the hog for a while. And then you can have really nice dinner. Or you buy a bunch of turkeys and, and then you can right take them to the butcher and have really nice turkey dinner. But, but you had to wait because the chickens have to give you enough eggs to build up the dollars and you sell them for $5. And then next week you sell them for $5 and you just keep on going until you have enough after maybe a year or two or three of money that you've created from selling the eggs and now you can buy four turkeys. Right, And you might butcher one a year, two a year, but the turkeys have babies. Uh, you follow me? Or you can take and say, I have 10 chickens. I'm going to take three of them and I'm going to have a great chicken dinner. So this weekend we have a great chicken dinner. And now we only have seven turkeys making eggs. You see, when you sell the principle of your money, when you take 100000 you say, I'm going to take half of it and go do something. And then some of that money has to go to pay taxes. And some of that money goes to, to go to stuff. It, it, and that goes down in value. You've just taken the chickens and you've turned them into a great dinner, but not any wealth. So I want you to teach your children because you two have worked your tail off and you've only created $150,000 in retirement accounts. It's still good. I'm, I'm happy and I'm better than better than zero. So many of us, you know, started struggling. We didn't have it. Okay, but it's not enough to live on. It means you guys are going to still work, which could be the blessing in disguise because a lot of people retire, as I mentioned, and they just get unhealthy. I want you to be healthy. So maybe you're going to work part-time still. Maybe you'll stay in your home. If I can get you both between the savings from the Social Security between the elimination of debt on the other side, which is the house payment, between the ability for you to work part-time, then yes, I'd be comfortable at least one of you retiring in five years. Maybe both. But one of you at least needs to work part-time as a plan B. Because I need that $150,000 to get up to two hundred and fifty dollars over the next five to eight years. And that's only going to come... From growth, a little bit, not crazy, not risky growth, but also from contributions. Okay, you need to save 10 or 12,000 a year. That's a lot, maybe 15,000 a year. So I want you guys to know this. There is nothing that is hopeless if you are healthy and willing to work. But so many financial people just wanna make you rich but you can't get out of the chair. Your knees hurt. Your back hurts. Your clothes don't fit. I've been there. All of us, right? You guys know I've had, I don't know, six major surgeries. That's why I had to retire from the police department. Some clown blew a stop stop stoplight or a stop sign rather and crashed into my police car. So in 1994, after many back injuries and surgeries and knee surgeries and over the course of time, I had to leave. I didn't make that decision, right? I wasn't, I didn't financially have a lot of money. In fact, when I was in the middle of all that, I got scammed. So here I am, a a police officer in my late 20s, early 30s. We got ripped off in a couple of scams, and they stole my money. And I thought I was a smart financial guy, so here I am crippled in in a walker, and I had to go back to school. Why do you think you're listening to me today? Because I like to take part of my Sunday live on New Year's Eve? And sit in a studio and and talk? No. It's because somebody helped me 30 years ago. And when they did, it changed my life. And 27 and a half years ago, when I started in the financial industry, it made all the difference. And then we became successful financially. And I said, we need to help other people. So let's do it through radio. Let's get our podcasts out there. Let's talk to people on AM 870. That's why I'm not afraid of the political, oh, Eric, you know, you can't say this. Yes, I can. Why? Because I don't care. You guys need to know the truth. People lie to you. They tell you all sorts of funny stories about Wall Street and, oh, you can never lose. The market always goes up over time. Oh, Oh, yeah. Everybody loses money sometimes. Well, maybe not. You don't have to with the money that you save for your retirement. If you have a big chunk of money and you don't want to lose it, that's where I come in. I'm not the accumulation expert. My job is the preservation expert. Protect what you've made. Let's grow it with reasonable returns. We don't have to pay fees. We're always going to get paid anyway. And you'll be, I hope, happier. Then you can spend your time on what you're good at. Because your money makes money over here. And your time can create happiness and wealth over there kind of nice isn't it 888 997 3847 retire remember sunday february 4th at 10 a.m the police state movie we're showing it for free give me a call Eric hallaby 888-99 retire happy new year